Like just show up and be present to this moment right here. How is your body responding? You know, and you can use all of this to better get to know who you are and how Mm. you naturally would respond, but Mm. it's not a good or a bad thing. And it doesn't mean that you're stuck there. It doesn't Mm. mean that this is who you are and therefore X, Y, and Z. Like we we need this like insane level of like needing to define ourselves. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not gonna have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an ignited hero? I feel like so many people can hide, you mm-hmm. know, and can hide behind these veils of, well, I'm just enlightened or mm-hmm. I'm just like in, I'm just practicing yoga all day and I'm, mm-hmm. so therefore I'm better than you. Therefore yeah. I'm not, you know, and it's just not true. We all mm-hmm. have to come together in our own ways and help each other to lift and grow and mm. Yeah. inspire each other but even more so lift each other like mm. not even just like oh I'm here to inspire other people like mm-hmm. what are you doing like yeah. grassroots like what are you doing for others yeah and don't you feel maybe this is just my experience but when I was first getting into spirituality myself I was so fixated on like oh I have the answer so that means I know what everyone else in my life should be doing and I'm yeah. like trying to make them come to like astrology so that they can understand this and that and then you get to the point where you're just like hold on a second though, but they're like, they're smart in their ways and they know, they probably have opinions on, because I can't see myself perfectly. Like right. they they have the things that they see about me just as much as, you know, so it isn't about spirituality or the study of these things. It's however you get the there. Answers. If you're a super spiritual, if you're a religious person and you mm. go to church every Sunday, but you're living in a truthful place, not from a dogmatic place. And you're here and you see, so you get so much inspiration from going to temple or church Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And then you take those stories from the Bible or from Mm -hmm. the Torah or whatever you believe in. And then you apply it to your life and you are just repping hardcore. Like you are just (laughs) so inspiring and so inspired and lit up and great. Awesome. Like Mm. if it's not coming from this, like I'm better than you Mm. this way, or you're not going to heaven Mm -hmm. this way, or you're going to hell. Like Mm. Even in a codependent way, like I yeah. I want to help you yeah. and just like all this stuff. Oh, just so like, that no. I can get my like first class ticket to heaven. Like, yeah. no, like, yeah. how can we just drop all that mm. and like do what feeds you for mm. sure? Like if astrology feeds you, if religion and mm. following a specific book feeds you, like read that book every day if that's what, what you draw your inspiration from. For me, what works for me is learning as much as I can about all of these different things through travel, Mm. through like reading about and learning about watching documentaries about different ways and different methodologies, whether it be like, we just watched a documentary last night about Ram Dass and it's about LSD. We only watched 20 minutes of it and I was so lit up and inspired. And it's Mm. all about, you know, these are two, it was about two men who are PhDs, doctors, psychologists, and they like left all that to re- to do real research with LSD and, and mushrooms in real studies in huh. university settings and in the 70s, in the 60s and 70s. And just like how cutting edge that is and how there is just, and he they legit said like pretty much verbatim that 
in 40 years of studying psychology, in one four-hour trip, they learned as much as they could, <gasps> if not more, about themselves, the human body, the human brain. Wow. And the world, you know? Wow. And it's like, who is anyone to say, like, this is the mm-hmm. way? Like, let's use as many different ways. Do the LSD, do the yeah. mushrooms, learn your human design, You mm-hmm. learn about astrology, go to a therapist, yeah. go to a cognitive therapist, go to a healer, go to a shaman, mm-hmm. go do ayahuasca. Like, yeah. figure out what works for you yeah. and what resonates for you. And you know what? If you're someone who turns your nose up and you're like, ayahuasca, like, hippie yeah. shit. If you're someone who like looks at astrology and you're like, so ridiculous, maybe that's exactly where you're supposed to be yeah. looking and going. And if you have that, it's kind of like in yoga for me and like the way that I've always taught is like, if there's a, a pose that you keep avoiding, that's probably the pose you need to work on the most. Mm. Same idea. Mm. If there's some kind of spiritual practice that you're kind of like turned off by, mm. There might be a reason for that. Maybe there's yeah. some deeper learning there for you or mm-hmm. a lesson or something. Yeah, so true. But I mean, like, similarly, my other half, my boyfriend is, um, you know, not into any of this stuff, like yeah. zero at yeah. all. But he's way more accepting than I am, way more loving than I am, yeah. warmer than I am. Like, he might not all need these that. Things. No, I mean, for a D and I, like, I'm, I'm super spiritual. Like, I was born in this plant. Like, my name means wisdom. Like, I was <laughs> born to, like, practice this stuff and it just resonates. I'm a yoga instructor, all of mm. that. A D like from the beginning hasn't really supposedly been quote unquote spiritual, right. but he is so non-judgmental, mm. so kind, mm. so accepting, would do anything for anyone, wakes up every day with such drive, helps mm. people on such a deep fundamental yeah. level, like the work he does in the world, like mm. it's like deep, mm. deep healing. And he does it for nobody but himself. Right. He's not doing it because like a Bible told him to do it. He's not doing it because he's trying to get to heaven. He doesn't believe in heaven, you know? So wow. like he's just doing it because that's his life's work. Yeah. And like what's more spiritual than that? 100%. Waking up every day with a drive to help others mm. who are exactly. struggling, you know? So yeah. it's like I just think the more the, – the older I get and the more spiritual I become, the more important it is to just drop what we think we know yeah. and just – be one with each other and mm-hmm. and keep learning, keep growing, keep expanding. But like, there is no one right answer right. to anything. From a place of, it really has to come from a place of acceptance of what is right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's going to always be that way. But if you constantly think that you have to change your situation, you know, like there's something wrong with the situation. Keep or it, I, I have I have certain clients and customers and all kinds of people that come to me and they just have the same issue over and over mm-hmm. again. Like maybe they're struggling with food, for example. Mm-hmm. And they just keep searching for the answers outside of themselves. Mm, mm-hmm. So say they keep going to nutritionists mm. or they keep asking the question in different ways, reading all the books, going through all the diets. It's like that you're not going to find the answer. No, you no. keep searching, just like we talked about in the beginning of this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with different healers yeah. and psychic readings. And, you know, you can search and search and search. You can go to 25 years of therapy. Mm-hmm. If in those first six sessions, you're not getting somewhere, you need to mm-hmm. find a new therapist. Totally, totally. If you see a nutritionist, pay this person, go to this person, read that book, and you still feel lost with what you're eating, mm-hmm. there's a different issue. There's something else going on. There, it's not about the food you're eating. Yeah. And the the sort of interesting challenge that I've had with with this journey is that People often, once you tell them what they are and once you tell them their conditioning and all that kind of stuff, I think our society is so used to having like a 21 day fix or do my, do my way or my method or my this or my that. And there isn't one with this. Like there just is, 
it's just a knowing there's just an awareness of this is who you are exactly. and this is all the things you need to not be and so it just becomes this like okay whatever is happening to you in the present moment is a perfectly crafted scenario for you to stop doing the stuff that you're not and for you to lean into the stuff that you are or to just notice an old behavior pattern that you just don't need to do anymore so there isn't this like proactive need to always like have the fix or the method or the way to get there it's just like every moment you can just see your old self or see your new self or decide differently or whatever it's a constant learning it's yeah. a it's a it's like an ice sculpture mm -hmm. and it's just constantly chipping away mm -hmm. and making it even more beautiful and then all of a sudden like that butterfly became something completely different mm -hmm. like that structure that ice sculpture you may have the artist may think it's going to be one thing and then in the end it's Tends something completely something different totally different yeah. and it just keeps chipping away little tiny marks and then eventually it's a whole different picture mm. and sometimes it goes through different it could be five different things ten different things yeah. and like you don't know mm. but just being open to that mm. and all of those things all that learning can help chip away at it but yeah you may actually be affecting yourself in a negative way or keeping yourself stuck longer mm -hmm. if you're looking in the wrong places. Yeah. And that's the sort of, so in human design, there's basically three different levels of conditioning. So you have personal conditioning, then you have tribal conditioning, and then you have collective conditioning. And one of the biggest sort of collective conditionings that we're now needing to kind of like all each one of us get rid of so that our collective actually changes because that's how the collective changes as everyone does the individual mm. unknowing mm. is this need to know how things are going to pan out before you take a step in that direction mm. this need to say like okay well I need to know what I want is this and therefore I'm going to take it go towards that or to say like oh well if I don't know exactly if I can't guarantee then I'm not safe that's mm. that's the real belief underneath is like guarantees are illusions anyway yeah you know and so the second 100%. we set to say hold on a second though, don't I want to be here to live in like surprise and delight rather than having my whole, like if your whole life was mapped out in front of you, your soul wouldn't even come back. Mm -mm. There would just be no reason to It'd come back. It'd be pointless. Yeah. It'd be so bored. Mm. So living in the unknown is one of the real things that, you know, is so challenging for us nowadays, but it's one of the real things that we need to basically like shift within us in order to get to a place of new paradigm of just trusting the universe more and trusting that everything here is like made for our growth yeah. rather than like, oh, I need to know exactly what's happening and I that's love, when I'm in control. I love the concept of just, there is no good and bad. There is mm. no good and bad. It's we're all here for ultimate learning. If you can strip mm. away the judgment, mm. you know, we, um, we talk about in a prior episode when I cheated on a D and it's funny because Lacey's one of the few people that I told from the beginning, but cause there was no judgment. It was mm. just like, you're what happened was for your own maximum learning, mm. you know? And I knew that in my core, like as soon as it happened, I told a D right away that it mm. happened like minutes later. Mm. And I was like, this is going to be so good for us. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me, he's like, too soon. <laughs> too soon with that Sophie shit. Get that out of here. Like I, he was so mad. Like, so, and I, but I saw it so clearly. I was like, like cause when it happened, it was very much like an out of body experience. Wow. Um, but, and there's like a lot more to that. Like it actually was borderline, like potentially like a little rapey, mm -hmm. but, um, but it, I mean, honestly, it was my, it was an experience mm -hmm. that allowed me to move through something that I have never been through, like an right. experience I'd never been through. It made me move through judgments of mm -hmm. that I had for other people and a D it's like, how could you possibly have sex with someone that you don't love? Right. Like, I don't even understand that. Like wow. I had to experience it and feel it in my body mm. to be like, oh, I want nothing to do with him. Right. It was just an experience for learning. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so, but then I went to Tulum and I was 
um, teaching a retreat and of course, like had to be in a teachable, you know, (laughs) teaching moment, like right after I go through this really big trauma in my life. And I met with this tarot card reading and she was just like, basically that same kind of feeling of like, congratulations after Mm. I told her what happened, because this is going to be, this is going to give you huge shifts. It's a huge learning opportunity Mm. and it's going to be the most growth that your relationship has experienced in a long time. It's like Mm. a lightning bolt to your relationship Mm -hmm. and there is no good and bad. Like if you can get away, society creates Mm. what it believes to be is good and bad. Mm. This is just another experience in your life. Literally. Mm. Even your marriage is a society Mm. given, you know, uh, facade. Like it's like this thing, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're married. So you're wearing Mm -hmm. a ring and like all these things that are just funny when you think about Mm -hmm. it. And where's that even from? From the Bible? Mm. From the, like what, who says that these rules are supposed to be this way? Like, Mm. and in some ways we're very animalistic. Like, so we, I had sex with another creature Mm -hmm. in, you know, normal habitat. Like I was out in the wild and I Mm. had this experience and I brought that experience back to our relationship and it healed us in so many ways from past experiences that he had, Mm. that we had. And again, judgments that I had surrounding right. all of it. And yeah. it's, if you just strip away the good and bad to anything, even mm. to the food we eat, that mm. like energy that we attach place to. that we attach to different mm. things. Mm. And I think we're all doing it just because we're trying to show ourselves that we're worthy. And so we try to only see ourselves as doing good things. Or if you have, you know, sometimes it's the opposite. Like we only want to see the bad things in us. But actually the second you go, hold on a second, we all have good and bad stuff in us. It's just different good and bad, different combinations of good and bad. And that has nothing to do with worth. Like we're already inherently worthy. And so, yeah, we can mess up. And yes, we can have bad intentions. And yes, we can have good intentions. And it can all coexist in one person. And it's absolutely fine. That's the healing. That's the healing of saying, yeah, I'm not supposed to be good at these things. I mess up sometimes. I... I'm great at these things though too. And none of that makes me better or worse. Like I always say to people, it came through me once when I was doing a reading, when I was saying to this person, like Steve Jobs is no more worthy than my mom, like just because of what he achieved. And totally, you know, mother Teresa is no more worthy than like the worst person on planet earth, because it's not about that. We don't know like all the soul levels we've been through and the incarnations and the different energies that come through us and why we do certain things. And maybe being nice to your mom, if that's your only karma, maybe you achieved it more than someone who made a $100 million company valuation in your life. We just don't know through our human eyes. We just don't. Yeah. Hey everyone, just wanted to let you all know that we're hosting one of our transformative free live seven day sober experiment. It starts live September 12th. If you've never done one, it's one of our community's favorite free challenges that we do. You get daily coaching videos, live group sessions with Dr. Jaffe and other Ignited coaches, actionable tips, and a proven method to help you gain more control over alcohol in just seven days. If you're curious to try out the shame-free, low pressure, but highly informative, and life-shifting experience, now is the time to try it. We only run these a few times a year, so we hope to see you there. Go to ignited.com slash events to sign up. That's ignted.com slash events to sign up for free. And it's all, you know, good, bad, shadows, light, Mm. however you want to put it. Yeah. Like, just like the moon and her phases, right? Mm. Like, there are shadows. The new moon is a shadowy time. Like, 
this is normal, like eclipse mm. it. Like all of this stuff is in, is the most natural. Mm. If you look at nature, you can learn mm. and see like, look, everything has a shadow. Everything has light. Mm. And same for our personalities. If that helps mm. with like the good and the bad. Yeah. I, um, when I was a kid, my parents were always telling me like, oh, you're so good because you're never jealous. You're so not a jealous person. You're not a jealous person. And because it was told to me so much <laughs> when I was growing up, yeah. I attached that as a real belief system of I'm just not jealous. I never feel jealous. I, da, da, da. Yeah. And like valuing myself for like not being that way. Yeah. And then um, not so long ago with my current partner, I basically realized one day I was like, oh shit, I'm actually really jealous of him. Like I'm really freaking jealous of like and him and his career. And then how did that make you feel? Cause you're like, I'm not a jealous person. I'm not supposed to be a jealous person. Yeah. That must be really bad that I'm yeah. jealous. Right. And then I was like, oh wow, it's a cue that's trying to tell me something. And if I avoid that cue, because I just don't want to associate with the full spectrum of human emotion, mm-hmm. then that's like leaving, like cutting a whole piece of wisdom out of my life. Exactly. So now I'm like, yeah, I'm jealous. I can be crazy. I can be emotional but I can also be rational. I can also be calm. Anytime we try and do, I'm just this kind of person or I'm this kind of person or I'm calm or I'm always this, which I think you can use spiritual tools to help you validate that. That's just pulling you further and further away from who you actually are. Exactly. And it's all destructive. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's dangerous. It's destructive. Yeah. It's distracting. Mm -hmm. Like just show up and be present to this moment right here. How is your body responding? You know, and you can use all of this to better get to know who you are and how mm. you t- naturally would respond. But mm. it's not a good or a bad thing. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're stuck there. It doesn't mm. mean that this is who you are and yeah. therefore X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. We, all- we need this like insane level of like needing to define ourselves. Yeah. Um, and it's just not helpful. And, and I get that obviously when we're lost and in a period of time where we need answers, it's a good thing to kind of try and understand who you are but then like you said like we just need to be fluid with it too like we change we get stuff wrong we're different people we can see ourselves as totally unjealous which there is a part of me that is and but then there's other places where I am totally jealous you know and then and and knowing yourself and observing your journey like if you're having one of your first experiences being jealous like that's great what a great lesson that you're now like showing up to that Mm -hmm. but if it keeps showing up and you're constantly jealous and it's creating problems in your life yeah well, then that's something to look at, yeah, right? Totally. So it's nothing's ever like cut and dry. Like mm. there's good, there's bad, but the good and the bad can teach you things to yeah. better know yourself. It's just your own. Like I was saying, it's like the universe is kind of like a game to me mm. in the most fun sense of the word game. Mm. Not in that I don't take it seriously. And of that course. for me, it's like, wow, it's all here for me. Mm. How cool is that? Like the most fun game ever. Mm. Like the, like how I get to the next level, the way that I do this, the way that I get on, get new lives. Like all of this is like, it's the way that I respond and react to the lessons that I'm given every day. Mm. And that's given in so many different ways. And yeah, only I know those answers. Well, I think that's the important thing is that you know that you can, inter- like your interpretation of those things is the best interpretation. And of course you'll get little clarifications along the way from different people, but ultimately it's about what you see because, okay, a raven a spirit animal doesn't mean mm. the same thing for everybody. No. It means whatever you, you know, attach to what is a raven and yeah. how it makes you feel and these different types of things. So, um, you know, real ultimate like power and our personal power is when you stop leaking it and giving it away to other people. I you love know? that. 
That's so beautiful. And and for me, that's mainly the thing that I want to do with 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 this work is just to help people realize that, um, you know, there is just this like, yep, you've got this. All the stuff you suspected to be true about yourself all along is true. If you just lean into the stuff that you find really easy and just know that that's enough, you don't need to be anything else. You don't need to cultivate anything other than what you actually are. You're good. Yeah. It's so, so simple. It's Done. so simple. Yeah. Done. Case closed. <laughs> Stop searching. Yeah. Oh, mic drop. It's so yeah. easy. Yeah. And and people, I think, you know, and only reason I know this is because I know this part of myself too, where I try to overcomplicate or find methods or try to, okay, if I do this, then if I do X, then Y will happen and whatever. And really learning this medicine of just learning to live in. Hold on a second, Jenna. Like, you're you. You take yourself everywhere you go. So if you can understand who you are and try not to always be like, I know, for example, that I'm not like, maybe it will change, but I'm not like a hilarious person. I'm not here to be an entertainer, for example. I'm right? going to so, become a comedian tomorrow. Yeah. So there's not like, <laughs> but there's not a part of me then that is around people where I need to feel like, oh, I'm funny or I need to be funny. I just go, that's just not like, I don't need to cultivate an energy other than what I authentically am. Exactly. So why am I trying? Let me let someone else be the funny person yeah. in that space. Like, yeah, it's fine. Celebrate it's cool. That. Yeah. Exactly. Like we said, the quote, good and bad and like yeah. stronger aspects of who we are. Mm. Like just lean into that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to a place where I know it's a cliche of like, oh, we're all the same, but you can really get to a place when you really value yourself and you can then really value other people that seeing a, someone else shine in being funny, for example, is just as much of a joy to you as you being funny yourself. And you exactly. go, oh, isn't that just such a wonderful thing as a human being? Exactly. Like, oh, it's just such a nice quality. And you know, isn't it funny that, you know, I notice that all the time in my kids, like I, I let Aww. them shine and like, be funny, you know, and be smart mm. and like just observe them and just love it. And it's, you know, it's so easy in children to see that. Like, why can't we see that in each other? Like, oh, mm. she's so funny. Like, I'm just gonna mm. let her be funny. Like, mm. I'm gonna let her shine and like teach about whatever it might be, you know, mm. and, and just allowing each other to lift each other. Mm. I think that's the most important, like we talked about with the community. Yeah. How can we lift each other? Mm. How can we celebrate one another? Mm. That's really where the healing as yeah. a community and as like a society Happens. is going to happen. Yeah. And I think you're right. It's like, you don't even have to, it starts with not even figuring out how you can, I don't know, go out of your way to like help someone. It just goes observing like what a wonderful like combination of human things this person has exactly. and I'm like isn't that cool isn't yeah. that interesting like yeah. you know we're all just so different and the more people you get to really just see it's kind of like my best friend calls it been there not done that it's like mm -hmm. if you can learn from like how other people are you don't have to go through the whole totally. thing yourself. like you just learn more and become more wise well by that's just the thing like coming back to that cheating experience I thought for sure I I learned enough from my friends, but apparently I had to live it because I wasn't learning the lesson. Mm. I still hold on, held on to this harsh judgment of wow. both a D and other people and just being like, I could never do that. Like the type of person that would do that is just more sexual or more this or more that mm. or uh, secretive or, you know, like I had this judgment wow. attached to it and I couldn't until I learned it in my own body, mm. I couldn't let that go. And now I let it go. Now wow. it just doesn't exist for me anymore. Mm. And that's the thing is if it's like standing in your way of growth mm. and being fully open mm. that or like keeping you stuck, yeah. that's when you have to experience the learning for yourself. Yeah. And you're right. It's always like always the cue there is like when you go, I could never, or I just don't get how, or uh -huh. I just don't understand. You're like, hold on a second. Shit. <laughs> I need to kind of delve into this deeper because yeah. we're just... 
the reason why we don't think we're that is because we've like lost that part of ourselves that could do that. I mean, exactly. I could become funny tomorrow. Yeah. I could become, exactly. you know, a performer. Well, I don't know. And I, and I think, again, listening to the cues from the universe, like even like a D, my husband from the very beginning would be like, <laughs> he'd be like, I wish I could g- gift you more sexual experiences. Because when we wow. met, we and like for your partner to say that uh-huh. when you're 20 years old. And like my ex was the opposite. He was so controlling, so jealous. So, so I wasn't used to it. I was like, how is my partner? Is there something wrong with him? Does he not wow. really love me that he would want? Wow. Me? But he was so profoundly acutely aware of what they teach you, how it teaches you mm. so much about who you are. Wow. Like he called it from the beginning. Isn't that so And I fought against it. Like, I don't need that. I don't mm. need that. Like mm. I'm fine. Like so prudish, you know? Mm. And so, um, like, absolutist. Mm. And yeah, again, like you said, the apps, the, the never, mm. the, and it, it's always a, it ended up, you know, biting me in the ass 14 so years later tw- or 12 years later, whenever we had that experience, like after he said it several times throughout and I was in such denial and in fear, right? Mm. Like, what would that mean? What would that look like? Mm-hmm. So funny. I'm really fascinated because there's a part of me that thinks like, are we supposed to be t- like, even with one person, oh, yeah. are we like, is we our kids generation so. going to be like, you guys were stupid to even think that marriage was like a thing. Is it going to be like a totally defunct? Yeah. I don't know the answer, but I don't I'm know so the fascinated. answer, but I think that there are lots of people that we respect and know. And we hold this too. It's like monogamy isn't for everyone. I think mm. that's like for some people it is. And mm. for some people it's really not. And that's mm. okay. And that's mm. perfect. Yeah. You know? And then how do you now, na- and how do you navigate? Like, you know, obviously that you want to feel safe. And I think, yeah, the honesty part is obviously a big part of it, but well, it's that's just what, like, and I, that's kind of where the, tra- the like radical transparency that mm. we have in our relationship that came from like exactly this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, but that's like rare. Yeah. Like super rare now. Like it's so funny because, um, someone I know is going through a hard time in her, um, in her marriage and, and they're having really honest conversations now. Yeah. But it's like, why, you know, if we did that all the time, exactly. This is what, exactly what we're pushing. I feel like as well, you know, obviously the universe gifts us with rock bottoms and these type of things, but if you really want to avoid, and I don't want to say like guaranteed to, of course, everyone has challenge. We're all going to face challenges in our life, but the fast track to growth is when you can pay attention when it's really small and change then yeah you know what I mean exactly. and so like being if I'm really comfortable paying attention to the nuance yeah yeah instead of just ignoring it just for the sake ignoring of getting it. on more ignoring or it ignoring it yeah and then all of a sudden something big happened yeah, yeah which is what I did with that right like mm. the, the sexual experience was yeah. like ignoring 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 my own partner being like you know like I wish I could gift you this thing and <laughs> me being like no 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 uh, I I'm don't better need than I'm that. Fine. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. And then it just like showing up for me. Yeah. And like being a huge pivotal learning moment. So I so appreciate all of this. I mean, it's just so much a lesson. And and I just think again, like it's what we already know. All mm-hmm. of it's already what we already know. Mm-hmm. And the universe, our friends, healers, psychologists, everyone is just trying to help share that with us, that totally. message. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com. If there are any specific topics or questions 
you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks, and see you next week.